0: Hey everybody, good morning. Jim here. I want to share my story with y'all a little bit as far as my journey of being a mother. So yesterday, I manifested everything that I wanted for Mother's Day, right? All I wanted to do was spend time with my mom and I wanted some flowers. And I forgot the fact that I told my little sister that I love flowers. And uh, so she goes, I got something for you. But I didn't really think nothing of it, but then I did. And I said, hmm, I'm thinking to myself like, I got a feeling she got me some flowers or something. And what do you know? My little sister shows up with some tulips, and they were so beautiful. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. I love flowers. I, once upon a time, would always buy myself flowers. And I think the last time I bought myself some flowers was probably back in March. March of this year. So when I seen that my little sister got me tulips... That made my day so much better than it already was. Just spending time with my son and getting to see my mother was enough for me. But them tulips that I got from my little sister meant so much to me because for myself, what did I do? I bought myself two books. I bought the T.D. Jakes, Don't Drop the Mic, and I bought a book about manifestation for me i'm going to call the month of may manifestation may because we're going to manifest everything that we desire to have but let me tell y'all something when i first found out that i was pregnant with my son it was actually on my oldest sister's birthday march 2nd 2015 is the day that i found out now i was a little uneasy at first I'm like, what do I have to offer this child? I'm like, I don't think this is the best time. But what hit me was I didn't think it was the best time, but God felt it was the best time for me. So I say this to say things don't happen when we feel that they should happen, they happen when God feels it's for us and when it's necessary. So I'm going to share this with y'all. And I will probably get emotional. Yesterday, I went to go see my mom. And I had to be strong, and I had to fight. Because it was really hard watching my mom not be able to talk, not be able to even know what was going on. She barely opened her eyes. But she was moving, and she was making little sound effects. Um. And as I sat there, I'm like, wow, this is just, (sighs) so I just said a little quick prayer to myself, and I pulled out my notebook and my journal, and I started writing, and I just sat there and just kept looking at my mom, and I was writing, ever since I was a little girl, I discovered that. Writing allowed me to express myself. Writing allowed me to, for me, it's honestly a form of therapy. And um, so it was really hard for me. And then it just made me, it just made me remember when I was a little girl, and when I was growing up, how much my mom went hard for me. And so sitting here watching her, as she's, I'll just say, a little out of commission. It was hard to watch my mom, because usually when me and my mom are together, we talk, we have conversations. I talk to my mom like I would talk to one of my friends. That's the kind of relationship me and my mom have. Right? Now, I don't know if y'all know this or not, But I'm gonna tell y'all, my son was diagnosed with autism when he was three years old. And I went through a slight depression. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stomach. I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to help him? So I went through a lot, you know. So sitting here watching my mom was really hard for me. And I said, I'm gonna be strong like my mom would want me to be. I know she would, because my mom is a woman who has so much strength within her. But just sitting there watching my mom just reminded me, your mom went hard for you. So you gotta you gotta continue to push, fight, and go hard for your son. Like your mom showed you. So being a mom has really changed my aspect on life and the way I look at things. So I found out I was pregnant with my son, right? And uh, honestly, I went through it. Like I was crying for like about two, three days. And then I said, you know what? Girl, put your big girl underwear on and stop playing. You got this. So, what happened was I said, "Okay. It is what it is. This happened for a reason. I don't know why. I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to take take the, you know, take what God sent my way and make the best of it." So, I made a decision after them couple of days of crying and feeling bad and whatever else I was feeling, right? I said, you know what? You're going to get through this pregnancy. You're going to be positive. And I hate to say this, y'all, but I had made a decision. I said, whether the father wants to be responsible and step up and be a man or not, this is my child. I'm going to carry this baby. I'm not going to let nothing stress me out, not even him. And I was prepared in my mind. To go through my pregnancy alone and just go through this journey all by myself but i'm gonna share something with y'all i honestly at that moment i didn't want nothing to do with the man who i had my baby with well yeah however i'm trying to be careful with my words but seriously i don't want anything to do with him i I'm not going to use the H word because that's a bad word to use. But I really had a dislike for him at that moment. I'm like, just go away. Just leave me alone. You know, I'm going to go through this pregnancy by myself. I didn't say these words, but it was in my head. It was in my mind. I said, I'm going to go through this alone. I don't need you. Like, go away. I didn't even feel like, I didn't even feel like, um... (laughs) I guess I was kind of thinking selfish at that moment cause I was just like, just go away, leave me alone. This is my baby, whatever. I don't care what you do. Like that's how I was thinking at that moment. And um. so fast forward, my due date to have my son was the 23rd of October, but I ended up having him a week early all I know, and I remember this like it was yesterday. All I know is the contractions start hitting me. I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm just screaming. And so I think it started at about, I want to say, 10 p.m., October 14th. And um, so I think I kind of dealt with the pain for about, Cause let me see, it was five a.m. or just before five, cause I believe he had to be to work at six a.m. that day. It was about five. No, it was about five. I remember now. I said, "Take me to the hospital. I am in pain. These gotta be the contractions." He was like, "How do you know?" I said, "Listen here. I was, yeah, I was real aggressive." I said, listen here, this is a pain that I ain't never in my life experienced. These are the freaking contractions. I probably cuss, but I ain't going to cuss on here. So I get to the hospital. So I'm waiting. They check me in, all this stuff. And I said, I'm thinking in my head, like, and these better not be no false contractions or whatever that is. When you think you contracting and you going in labor, but you're not. So they go. Ma'am, after a while, ma'am, we got some we got some good news and we got some bad news. I said, okay, give me the bad news first. They like, well, the bad news is you were set to have natural birth, but you're gonna have to have an emergency C section because I got to so many centimeters and I stopped. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't do nothing else. So they was like, well, the bad news is you having an emergency C-section. And the good news is you're having a baby today. I said, oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, like, today I'm going to push out a baby? Or, well, I didn't push out the baby because the C-section, you don't push it out, it comes out of you. So I said, oh, my goodness. Okay, you got this. You got this. I'm like, okay, okay, it is what it is. Ain't nothing I can do to stop it. So, at 5.02 p.m., my baby arrived to the world. And right before he came out, and I heard him scream for the first time, his dad goes, because he's the only one that could be in the room with me, he says, you scared I said, heck, yeah. As soon as I said that, all I heard was, eh. I said, oh, my goodness. It just got real. (laughs) So I share this story because I just, I was so scared. I was so nervous. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? Because, like, my sister has three kids. My niece and my two nephews. Now, I helped a lot with them, but it's different when you're an auntie versus being a mom and you having to do everything. See, I could get my niece and my nephews back to my sister, but with my son, day in, day out, all day, every day, it's all you. So in that hospital, I told his dad, I said, he's going to the nursery he said, "My son ain't going to no nursery." I said, "Oh yes, he is." Because when we get home, guess what? It gets real, and and we don't get no break. Ain't no break. So he was like, "Okay, I guess." So, I had a moment in the hospital, y'all. Well, I had a couple moments, but this moment right here was too much. So, I decided to have my son circumcised. Right. Something I kind of look back and I do question, did I make the right decision to do such? But at that moment, I said, oh, my goodness. I looked at his dad. I said, you got to stay in here. I can't do this. I have to go out of the room because I I can't stomach this. But I wasn't going to turn back and say, no, it's not getting done. I left out the room literally and my baby was crying but then he stopped crying and I was still crying and I'm like dang that's crazy he's the one experienced the pain but I'm the one still crying so at that moment I said oh my goodness who I just got the chills and and I was kind of going through something that I never experienced so mind you his dad was there my mom was there my mom was there every every loss that I had before my son and my mom was there the whole time one day I was joking to my mom. I said, mom, I know you my mom, but shoot. I said, shoot, you there as if you was the one that helped me make the child. <laughs> I said that to her. She probably ain't going to remember. But for real, like my mom was there every step of the way. Other than God, of course. But let me tell y'all this there have been so many times where I asked myself I asked myself why why don't you push a little bit harder yeah, I beat myself up because I feel like I feel like there is so much more that I can do, right? As a mom. Um so like I said, my son was 3 when he was diagnosed with autism, and I went through a very bad depression. I didn't talk about it. I didn't really say too much to too many people, probably one one person or two. And to this day, being a mother to a young toddler that's living with autism is not easy. So yesterday, my son had an episode, I'm going to just call it an episode. and. I'm so proud of myself because I had to remind myself calmness is power. Peace be still. Calmness is power, girl. So as my son had his little episode, tantrum, whatever you want to call it, I just kept telling myself, calmness is power. My son is all worked up. So me getting all worked up is not going to help the situation. So my son... from time to time doesn't understand certain things and so it causes him to have these little moments and um, sometimes I ain't gonna lie to y'all sometimes I just be like "Huh, this is too much and then I remind myself once again That God don't give us nothing more than what we can handle. Or what he know we can handle. So, when I say this to y'all, I get angry when I hear people say, Oh, you only got to deal with your child for 18 years or however they word it. But to me, it sounds foolish. Because here I am in my 30s. And my mom and my dad are still parents to me. And I'm in my 30s. They ain't never say to me, girl, you 18. We can't be your parents no more. (laughs) I'm like, it don't work like that. So when I say my son teaches me every day that being a mom, requires more strength than I even thought. It requires more patience than anything. But let me say this, being a single mom to a toddler living with autism is very challenging. So sometimes I will be honest, Sometimes I just get in my own little zone, and I don't want to be bothered with nobody. I speak to, like, my mentor, my business partners, because I don't want to just, like, completely shut them out. But at the same time, I kind of shut down a little bit sometimes. And when I say I shut down sometimes, I just really kind of be a little bit MIA. I just like to be to myself more than anything. But I told myself, I made myself a promise. I said, this summer, when I don't have virtual school going on with my son, it's going to be all about us. It's going to be all about us. Like last summer, we didn't really do too much because it was a lot going on. It's still a lot going on, to be honest. But I made a promise. I didn't make this promise to my son. I made it to myself. I said, I'm going to do more with my son. And I'm going to dedicate more time to allow him to just have a nice summer. We don't have to worry about schooling, virtual, none of that stuff, because he's been virtual for the past year. So I made a promise that this summer we was going to have so much fun. It's going to have so much fun. I think about when I was a kid, we took a lot of trips. But one trip that stuck out to me is when we went to Florida when I was in sixth grade, I want to say. We took a family vacation there for two weeks. And you see how I remember that as if it happened yesterday. And it was such an awesome experience. I want to give my son the same experiences, but more than I had. I want him to experience more, I want him to do more, and I want him to have more. And I used to hear people say that, and I was like, that don't make sense. (laughs) But it didn't even really clearly make sense to me until I became a mother. And I truly feel like I want my son to have more, I want him to do more, and I want him to be more. So... To all my parents out there, especially the moms with the single moms, you can do anything that you set your mind to do. So if you haven't been able to give your child much, you can change that. You got to make a decision and you got to go hard for your child. and just step on the gas and don't press no brakes. Why? Because it's necessary. You want them to look back at their childhood or growing up and be like, wow, I had a decent, I had a really good childhood. So if you haven't done it before, let's do it now. And I say, let's do this. As in, we're a team. It's a vibe. And uh, we got this. So I just gave y'all a little sample, not even, of my journey of being a mom. But seeing my mom yesterday reminded me that I got to go a little bit harder for my son. He ain't gonna understand a thing right now but he gonna understand later because it was a lot of stuff that my father tried to get me to understand that I didn't and it make it didn't make any sense to me I'm like what is this man talking about but now it make perfect sense so that's what I wanted to share with y'all so I hope you had a good mother's day I hope it was what you desired but let me say this again If you haven't been showing up and being the parent or the mom that you want to be to your child or your children, now or never. I always say these things, now or never, and it's very necessary. So I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. We got to start now so our children can have more, do more, and be more. And it's not up for a debate. It's necessary. So, happy Mother's Day. A thousand times over to all the mothers out there. And I pray that God gives you the strength that you need to be strong right now. And these are my thoughts. These are my moments. One rare gem. I'm going to sign out for now. But I'm going to see y'all next time. Hey, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. One Jim here. I hope everybody had a magnificent weekend. So the topic I want to talk about today is health and wellness. Health and wellness is something that has been on my heart for the past year, the past couple months, the past week, the past hour, the past day. Listen, I went to a virtual health and wellness fair. It was a health fair. And I heard some stories that really spoke to me and um, I just wanted to come and talk to you guys today about that. One lady shared her story and she said her condition was not hereditary. It was caused by poor and bad diet. So I know a lot of people, a lot of people that I have seen transform from one person to another. And um, it's very inspirational. It's very motivational. And if they can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. I look at the goal that I hit last year. I'm going to share my story a little bit. I started out as 177. I was 177 pounds at 4 foot 11 I got down to 146 pounds, y'all. I can't make this up. And I did that in a short amount of time. Um, From the time I made a serious decision to the time I got down to 146 pounds, it didn't even take me a half of a year. And what I did was I started using some amazing products. Including taking a liquid multivitamin every day, detoxing. I would exercise. I would walk. I would do one of the two, and then far as my mental and my uh, you know wellness part, I started focusing on personal development that factors into wellness. January 13th, 2021, I started meditating faithfully every morning. All it takes is 10 minutes a day. We all have 24 hours a day. Take 10 minutes out of your 24-hour day and meditate. It's better to do it in the morning. So my morning routine consists of I wake up, I pray, and thank God for another day. I meditate just after 7 a.m. every morning for 10 minutes. I take the wonderful products that I use. Um, Some of my favorite products is our Slimming Formula Coffee that I drink every morning. I take a liquid multivitamin. I detox every day, at least once a day. And then I take a capsule... That helps me with energy and focus. I use essential oils. I use essential oils. And I actually want to um, get my mom a diffuser. I wanted to... That's one thing I said I wanted to get for my mom. I wanted to buy her a diffuser. Because when you use a diffuser with the essential oils, it just gives the room an awesome vibe. Like, it gives the room an awesome vibe. So, your health and wellness is very important. Just hearing a lady share her story and talk about how her health condition came from poor eating, a poor diet. So, I made a goal to stop eating so much sweets. I'm not where I wanna be, but I am taking steps to get to where I wanna be. And all that means is you don't have to cold turkey just say, hey, I'ma just stop eating all this bad stuff overnight. It don't work like that. What you can do is I'ma share what I did. I used to eat two tubs of ice cream every week minimum. I don't eat tubs of ice cream anymore. Ice cream for me is like a treat or like a treat that I have maybe instead of eating ice cream every day, I may have ice cream once a week, twice a week minimum. I mean, not minimum, but at the most two times a week. And I don't eat a tub of ice cream. I'll treat myself to a uh, a snack. So yesterday... I had um, my favorite ice cream is mint chocolate chip. So I had a mint, a mint chip shake yesterday, just a shake. Um, and then um, I believe that was the day before yesterday or like two days ago. I had um, some ice cream, but I didn't have a tub of ice cream like I used to drink, uh, eat, not drink, but eat. So when I tell y'all ice cream is my guilty pleasure, it's my I had an addiction to ice cream. Ice cream was like my go to thing. Like I made ice cream my best friend at once upon a time. So I am sharing with you guys. I'm being real authentic. I used to eat ice cream every single day. Probably about two, three bowls of ice cream. Now, I may have ice cream once minimum, but I try to tell myself, you cannot have ice cream no more than two times a week. And I feel like that's too much. So for the most part, when I... When I be strong and I tell myself, no, we're not going to go back. We're going to go forward. I treat myself to ice cream once a week. Not bowls of ice cream, but like a little dish of ice cream. Or I'll have a shake. But, now yesterday I did have a mint chocolate chip um, shake. But what I'm going to do from now on, instead of getting that type of shake or ice cream or anything of that sort, I'm going to use my meal replacement shake that I love. Now, how I can kind of spice that up so it's not boring is I can do the meal replacement shake that I use and I can add like some almond milk, a banana, some strawberries. And, um, that's how I'll have my little snack. And then, um... A lot of times when I go to the store, I just say, Nope, we're not gonna buy no ice cream. We're not gonna buy this. We're not gonna buy that. But I will buy myself a snack, but not the snacks like how I used to, you know? So, with that being said, you don't have to go to cold turkey. Like I said, it's not gonna happen overnight. But if you are like how I was, if you are a snacker, you love junk, all you gotta do is say, Okay. You can take one thing out. So if you're like I was and you love ice cream, instead of eating ice cream every day, you'll say, okay, I'm just going to treat myself to ice cream once a week. It won't be easy, but it can be done. And like I said, last year, I went from 177 pounds to 146 pounds. So this year, I literally just got on the scale and according to the scale, I was about 157 pounds. So I set a goal to lose 20 pounds by July 16th. Today is May 17th. So I set a goal to lose 20 pounds by July 16th. So with that being said, um, I'm going to challenge myself to... Starting today, keep myself away from ice cream because that is the one thing that I love. That, 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 that was my best friend at one point in time, the ice cream. So I say this to say I hit my goal in 2020. I went from 177 pounds to 146 pounds. Yes, I'm saying it again, but listen, If I did it before, I can do it again. I can go. I can take myself from 157 pounds to 137 pounds. I can do it. But what it's gonna take, a lot of discipline. It's gonna take for me to keep myself moving my body every single day. It doesn't have to be a specific workout exercise, but even if I, the goal I set for myself doing my three miles a day, exercising, or I can, I can mix it up. Yesterday, I worked out for an hour. I did a workout exercise and I jogged a light jog, more between walking and a light jog for 40 minutes. So with that being said, Today, I can mix it up. I can get my three miles in throughout the day, and then I can do like a little short exercise video. Start small. Start wherever you are. You can do a little short 10-minute exercise in the morning, and then you can do 20 minutes before you go to bed or in the middle of the day. But if you're a walker, just commit to doing 30 minutes of workout or walking a day. And like I said, it's okay if you split it up. It's okay if you do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the middle of the day, or 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes before bed. If you need an accountability partner, reach out to me and we can do it together. It's always nice to have that accountability partner. If you you feel like I can't do this by myself, I need somebody to do this with me, reach out to me. We could work out something, you know, Um, I just want to see everybody working on their health and wellness this year. My goal is to impact and inspire as many people as possible to get to working out 30 minutes a day, even if it is just starting by walking 30 minutes a day. To get the people around me to um, eat better. To get the people around me saying, Hey, It's important that you take a liquid multivitamin every day or a multivitamin every single day. It's important that you should start detoxing your body because detoxing is going to take out the bad stuff and it can be done. It just has to be set a goal for yourself, you know, start small. So um, for me, what I noticed When I started detoxing, um, my stomach started slowly going down. I went from about 36 inches to 33 inches. Um, I noticed I was able to not eat as much sweets as I was before. Um, I had more energy. I noticed that when i started detoxing i had more energy i had more energy what else um my inches and my midsection went down i just felt better i just felt better so with that being said those are some of the things that helped me so i'm just sharing those things with you and um when I went to the health fair virtually that I went to a couple of days ago, just hearing those stories reminded me that I can do it again. I did it last year and I can do it again. So I'm sharing with you guys that I'm going to lose 20 pounds by July 16th. And, uh. I also want to share, uh, I'm going to read to you guys. Today, I'm going to share a page from the book that I read. It's, for each date, it's a page. Acts of Faith, Daily Meditations for People of Color. Um, I'm going to share, we are on May 17th. Right. So I'm going to read May 17th to you guys. Give me one second. All right. So May 17th ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. Some mornings we wake up feeling good, ready to go out and take on the world and be a great day. But on other days, we wake up to a greatness that makes the whole world seem depressing. On those dark days, we need to remember, every day is a blessing to behold. We must realize that the attitude with which we greet the day says a great deal about what the day will be like. We make our days pleasant or miserable. If we insist on being miserable, irritable, And nasty, more than likely the day will give us exactly what we give. When we start the day with the spirit of joy, openness, peace, and love, we put the universe on alert. We want more of the same. A day is too valuable to waste on misery and unhappiness. Even misery cannot stand up to a happy face and heart. The take from that is today is a great day full of great people and events. I'm going to repeat that again. Today is a great day full of great people and events. The reflection of that is, write a description of your great day, naming all the people, places, and things that made it worthy of your special attention. So with that being said, we're going to start this day off with positive vibes, a positive mindset, positive energy, And we're going to put that out there into the universe and say, today is going to be a wonderful day. Today is going to be filled with many blessings and lessons of life. But best of all, we're going to be positive, right? So I am working on, um, it's a book called Manifest Anything You Want in 30 Days. So with that being said, we're going to speak positive vibes. We're going to continue to work on our mental health, and we're going to make a decision and a commitment that we're going to do small things to work towards having a better health, a better mental, and overall improve our health and wellness. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for someone you love. If you are a parent, do it for your children. And it starts with our mindset and it starts with us. So, let's do a couple positive affirmations. Today is my day. Today is my day. Today is my day. I am healthy. I am healthy. I am healthy. I am becoming the best version of myself. I am becoming the best version of myself. I am becoming the best version of myself. myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I can do anything that I believe that I can do. I can do anything that I believe that I can do. I can do anything that I believe that I can do. Now I'm gonna say a short prayer with you guys. Close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up to see another beautiful day. We thank you for even watching over us and our loved ones last night as we rest peacefully, getting the rest much needed. We ask right now that you release your beautiful guardian angels as well as our beautiful guardian angels right now to camp beside us, to keep us covered and protected from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. Under the sound of my voice, I pray for each and every one of your children right now. I pray over their mental state, their health and wellness. I pray for their, their just being positive and encouraged and just speaking positive and great things over their lives, as well as of the lives of everybody that we love. We ask that you give us the strength to push through any trials and tribulations, any obstacles that are sent to break us and make us feel no less than happy, grateful, and thankful. We are thankful for this moment. We are grateful and thankful for you, your power, everything that you've done, all the things you're currently doing in in advance, we're going to thank you for the things you will do and the blessings not even yet received. So right now, I pray for our strength and our well-being and anything that contributes to making our health and wellness better. I pray for us all right now in your name. Amen. With all that being said, I thank y'all for spending some time with me this morning. Happy Monday, grand rising, good vibes. Let's do everything to contribute to making our health and wellness better today. If not now, then when? Let's become and be the person that nobody thought that we could be, not even ourselves. So this is the one rare gem. I send nothing but positive and good vibes to everybody. Under the sound of my voice, prayers to each and every person that will listen to this live podcast. If you know someone that needs to be uplifted, please share this podcast with a friend and tell them, "We got this." So with that being said, happy Monday and good vibes, everybody. Today is going to be a wonderful, blessed day. Today is going to be a wonderful, blessed day. I see y'all next time.